You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. What is up, punters and dribblers? Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Thursday show, Dave's last show. So we're drinking 1942. Thanks, Ned Brockman. Thank you, Ned Brockman. We're drinking the good stuff today, punters and dribblers. Thank you, dear Dave. uh, To celebrate Dave's departure. Thank you, Tom and Eddie. Don't speak until you intro you, Dave. <laughs> my no, no. bad. I thought you saying my name repeatedly was maybe an intro. No, not, not quite. No, no, not quite. We will give you We're the making thought. a toast. Yeah, we're making a toast. Yeah, I was in the middle of a fucking toast. Uh, good day. Multivitamins on sale. Tonight. Yep. 6 p.m. Begood.health. Sorry, begoodhealth.com.au. Begoodhealth.com.au. 6 p.m. tonight. Offset your 1942s if you're drinking them. If you're lucky enough to. If Ned Brockman sent you a bottle of 1942 or gave you a bottle of 1942 for Christmas and you're enjoying it right at this moment, offset it with a good day. And if he didn't, because I imagine that that will pigeonhole basically it to two people who can (laughs) can buy it, uh, just get on there and uh, get it anyway. Yeah. Support your heroes. Uh, But David. But to David. To David. To David, uh, our little commie mate, our little lefty, the little lefty that we love. What a journey, bro. Four years, four glorious years, uh, highs and lows. Highs and lows. Smiles and frowns. Bartender lost his job. Dog walker lost that job. And then he, and then he, he needed, he needed the warm embrace of two father figures, I think, to, to help guide him and help uh, put him on the direction for success. He oversaw, he, look, he's been here for weddings, not invited to him, but he's been, you know, he's, he's, been, he's been around for. <laughs> well, he's, well, he was, well, he was around when I got engaged. Yeah. yeah. He was around yep. when I got ma- married. He was yep. around when I had my two children. Yep. He's been around for both of them? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I was there for the first. Oh, no, you probably came yeah. after Evie was born. But, Evie, but you were there for Zoe. Evie's very Zoe. fond of Dave. Yes. Uh, he's been around for Tonka. He's been around for... Tonka biting Charlie. Tonka biting Charlie. <laughs> he's been around... That was a Charlie thing. Uh, <laughs> he's been around for Willie coming on board. We mean well. Uh, the white mamba, Cody. Tobler. 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 He's seen almost everything, except nowhere near as much as me and Tom. But he's second in line. Third, but, I mean, we're both one. We're one, so second. second. Um, So we'll be sad to see the big fella go. It is literally the changing of the guard. It is... uh, Old Testament, New Testament. Literally. It's it's, uh, BD, AD. Mm. For Dave, after Dave. Literally. So it is. A, it's a little bit somber, but we wish we wish the big fella all the best. We love you very dearly. We thank you for your service to dribble and yarn, mm-hmm. um, and good luck with the politics stuff, dude. I know that's where your heart lies. It's not my cup of tea. I'll let you know that for free. But, we'll, but we'll, we'll, we'll miss our robust political debates. Yes, we will. We've got some Elon Musk shit actually that we should probably get to. Not now, but I think just as well, a, yeah, as as a sort of like that's what we do here on a Thursday. Uh, with Dave specifically, so yep. I think we have that, uh, you know, at some point. Uh, Dave, before we give you your right of reply, because obviously we haven't introduced you yet, so don't. don't this is still it. the toast. This is still the toast that I'm drinking throughout. I'm not going to drink at the end. I'm just drinking. Well, it's a it. long toast, dude. What, I'm going to be fucking thirsty. I'm fucking not a camel, mate. No, no camel. I think it's important that you know that even though you're gone, you're always going to be a part of the family and. Whilst we won't miss your political ideologies in the extremeness of them, 
we will miss you. Obviously, I'm too emotionally impressed to look at him directly, so I am looking <laughs> at the camera. Um, but we were like, how do we ensure that, you know, Dave, whilst he'll be gone forever. What do we get him? How do we, how do we ensure that, he, that he's, he's gone but not, you know, we still can have our talons into him? Yes. How do we ensure that he is always with us? How do we take part of him? Yeah. Forever. <laughs> so give us a pound of flesh. He's in. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Come over here. He's in the 11. Look in the 11. I'm on it. I'm on it. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my God. Wow. Good on you, buddy. There you go. Dave's in the, now, uh, in the 11. Now, if you want to know how he earned that, he interned with us for free for about fucking two years. Uh, and, so, then, and then interned for fuck all for a few more and years. Then, well, then he got paid fuck all for a couple more years and then was full-time for three months, which was too long for him. Uh, <laughs> but basically, he has, he has been a loyal servant to us for, let's call it four years, uh, a long part of that for free. So... He's fucking earned his stripes. He's earned his dues. Um, and we're going to miss you, buddy, but welcome. So you can... Yeah, we'll be still, you're the, still we'll part be of the family. We'll be the baggy grain long lunches forever. Correct. Uh, is it my turn now? Dave, oh. would you, you're, you're, the floor is yours. I am genuinely surprised, shocked, honoured, speechless. I did not think I would ever ascend to these heights of the baggy green. I mean, I was like already incredibly grateful, to be sincere. I came here a boy... I'm leaving a more mature boy, <laughs> but I, you know, my career and in way, in many ways, part of my life would be not much without you two. So I owe you a lot. We have been through a lot together, starting in the, you know, the small Singapore smoking room hot box. Yeah, there. that place was mm, fucked. That yeah. thing was fucked. You think it's, it's hot near today? You know, you think it's yeah. hot near today? You oh got no idea. No, that was hot. That, that was a bigger yeah. version of that, though, essentially. Like yeah, but this is, this is a lot cooler than that mm. was. That was fucked up in there. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the experience has been incredible. The friends I've made of you two, Tobler, Willie, Jarch, Lou, Sebo, everyone else around... It's been Fuck, amazing. He left out his, his replacement. Cody. Well, Cody's a new friend. <laughs> Cody and I will get to some bonding tonight, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been insane. It's been awesome. I'm so lucky to have had this opportunity. And it's, it's really sad. It's going to be weird waking up on Monday next week and not coming in here and seeing you guys and not sitting on my little perch here in front of the fatty glory <laughs> hole. I'm going to miss you putting your head through that fatty night, um, yeah. glory hole and getting your face, face licked, licked to death by mm. dribblers. Mm. Like, that sort of stuff. In the height of a global pandemic. Of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. No, it doesn't. Mm. But at least you'll wake up with a bag of grain on your melon, mate. That, yeah, this thing's never coming off. I think I might have to wear it tonight. And You yeah. reckon you'll give Jacko a run for his money? Oh, I think so. Okay. I think we'll so. Yeah, Jacko. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to Jacko, so. who looks like... It looks like Ricky played 170. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think mine will have similar amount of wear, but I'm going to take good care of this. Yeah, this is going to yeah. be like it does, polished. Not, it looks good on him. On Jacko? No. Oh, <laughs> on Dave? <laughs> Mate. Jacko, respectfully. It's, it, it looks good him. on Dave. No, yeah, it thank suits you. him. It, it, you know what? I, I wasn't sure before you brought it out if I would ever get one, but now that it's sitting on my head, it does feel right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel honored. <laughs> it, it feels like it's where it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Joining the, you know, elite group, Brockman, Ponting. You know, Blandies, Blandies, exactly. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't give one. Tom and Eddie, Tom and Eddie, Tom and Eddie, obviously. But yeah, honestly, it's it's going to be weird, and I'm sad. But you know, I'm not going far. I'm still going to be around whenever there's a 
dribbler event, I'll be there. So. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah, I'm sure we yeah. might see you at a uh, at a turtleneck long lunch in the not too distant. Well, but he'll be on the other side of the aisle. I know. Yeah. We've got to pay for that. Though, yeah, well, we owe a turtleneck. I mean, stock's fucking... Well, out, it's, it's stocks, yeah. if you're listening, is actually your fault. Yeah, because so. you changed the date. Hashtag change the date. But don't change that date. Well, it needs it's to be... It's around on, the solstice. Well, it needs to be on the solstice. And you wanted to move it to, like, October, which wouldn't have worked. Well, it was July, I think, initially. But listen, we need to keep the date. And if you can't make it moving forward, anyone... Stiff shit. Then that's too bad because it's a solstice-based lunch. It's a, much like the baggy green long lunch is a solstice-based lunch. Correct. Like you can't change the date of the solstice. The solstice is the solstice, and I'm not a big, I'm not a big fucking spring autumn solstice guy. You know when, which means when the sun rises directly east and sets directly west. I'm not that guy. Didn't even know it existed. That's how little of a guy I am as it pertains to solstice. Um, but that's what we're doing. That's why we're here. We're celebrating, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Um, have you? What, so, are you starting next week? Yeah, Monday next go. week. Monday next end. What yeah. time you got to be in the office? Uh, I don't know. Probably nine. Okay. Later than I have to get into the office tomorrow. And so, if, why don't you, you can give the dribblers a plug of where you'll be? I don't think they give a shit where you're going. In case they do, but that's right. If you do want to follow me across, you'll you'll hear less of my voice, unfortunately, for everyone. Oh. Uh, but I'm going to work for Josh Zepps and his podcast, Uncomfortable Conversations. Getting a bit political, some interviews, you know, diving into the the heavy stuff. Mm. But yeah, and that's you know, where your heart is, mate. Yeah, that's exactly. Good. That's but the there might be is. other projects hopping up, popping up in the future. Maybe with my voice, I'll still be on Decode. Okay, well, it sounds like there's a project yeah, okay, he knows okay, about okay, that he's okay. trying. Okay. To, uh, nah, nah, nothing, nothing yet. But you know, in the future, maybe. Shit, Decode will be there. Would you Listen like to, to be? That. Would you like to be like a like an Andrew Denton eventually? Like enough, enough. Is he political enough? Rope with Dio Dave. <laughs> <laughs> enough chop with Dio Dave. Anyway, wish you all the best, brother. Yep. Thank you. Honestly, like. Words can't express how grateful I am for everything. Oh, thank you, mate. Thank you. I'm we glad appreciate we that. Got that on camera as well. In case yeah, we got the blackmail. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Files come out now, um, now. Now that that's all behind us. Yeah. Now happy we press New on. Year. Huh? Happy it's New Year's Eve. Oh, Happy Dribbler New Year. It's it. Where? Well, it's being recorded on Dribbler. It's Dribbler New Year Eve. But well, that, we're going out tonight. Dave's leaving, but we're also going out to celebrate the New Year. Yeah. Um, as all dribblers should, worth their salt. Happy dribbling New Year. This year's going to be fucking biblical. Yeah. Like, if you thought last year was huge, this year's going to be... That. This year's going to be fucking unbelievable. Obviously, we've got Vegas out the gates coming up, punters and dribblers. Keep your eyes peeled about even. Big things happening there. Huge things Huge happening things there. happening about even. Uh, and that's all we can tell you for yes, now. that is. Punters and dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. The fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think two hundred and seven reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. 
begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. No, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Cody, can I ask you something? Yeah, thank you, Ed. This is where I was going to go. Cody. Now, Cody doesn't have a mic, but, but Cody... Does he, does he, do we walk him to a mic or is he just fucking... Well, maybe he walks over to Dave's mic briefly. I've just got a question. I've got a question. Uh, for those of you living under a rock, I didn't listen to the Monday podcast. Cody Bryan of, sounds like Kobe Bryant fame, has joined us and part of the team and is an expert in graphic design. So that's nice. And everything else. And everything else. But he's good at that stuff. Now, he's also, and these are his words, a West Tigers tragic Tragic was the word used. And that's not just because it's tragic to be a West Tigers fan. It, well, it, so it's a... Double entendre. I don't know if it's double entendre or not. I think that's more sexual, is but it? I don't know. Yeah. It's double, double entendre. entendre. Double entendre. There you go. Now, I, 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 I'm trying to be professional and I'm trying to act like your boss and not say like things that are too sexual in nature, mm. but did you have a hard-on when you saw footage emerge of the great and the powerful Greg English, GI, arguably the fucking greatest to ever do it, walking into West Tigers HQ yesterday? In a Tigers shirt. I always say the preseason is the best time to be a Tigers fan because <laughs> there's hope on the horizon. You know, last year's behind us. Anything could happen. Mm. Um, that's one way to put it, yeah. To see, to see J.I. walking into Tigers camp, it's just Benji's getting into his work, mate. Mm. Benji's getting into his work, and I'm just excited to see Jareem Buller this year after yep. that. Okay. So, look, what I will say from that, thank you, Gotti. No confirmation about an erection. I think it's inferred, though. Well, he played a straight bat. 
He, it's inferred. As you would expect from a bloke three days in. Three days into his job. Like he doesn't really He doesn't want to admit a, a, to like, well, he, that he treated himself like a pl- like an amusement park well, He's going to come onto a podcast, top of the heap sort of stuff, yeah. third day in and just tell the world that he got yeah. wrecked at the sight of Greg Inglis in the Tigers jumper. We all know that to be we true. We all know it to be true because we know what Tigers fans are like. Thank you, Cody, for your time. I mean, Tigers fans, I assume, got erect when Aiden Caesar was signed. Like, I can't imagine what happens when Greg Inglis walks in. If I can put on my... Um, I've, I've had 33 laps around the sun and I've seen now 33 winners hat. Winters, not w- winners. Winters. I don't want to say it. And I'm not trying to curse the Tigers. I'm not. I'm not about them winning their third straight spoon. I'm not about them just being shit forever. I think that a healthy Tigers is a healthy league, Tom. Mm. So I'm not about shitting on the Tigers, Vincent Mansell. But if I was to, if I'm to put my, uh, let's use a different analogy. If I'm to pretend to be a rugby league god who seemed to get enjoyment out of spiting the Tigers, mm. a vengeful god. I'm probably I'm probably looking to get Jerain Buller injured in the first round or two. You know what I mean? Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> would that not be the most Tigers thing of all time? Well, it very would be. I hope it doesn't happen for Jerain. I said so that. No, I I don't want it to happen. I'm I've got my e- like my god I've got on. my rugby league god hat on. Mm, okay. Yeah, your vengeance, spiteful rugby league god. Which hey, no, no, I get it. Which I'm, is what we've seen. Back-to-back spoons. Yeah. Place is an absolute shithole. Like, what are you... Listen, I, I could... I, whilst I am going to uh, not not entirely co-sign what you're saying, re-Jareem Buller... It doesn't need to be co-signed. Well, it won't be. But I can see, as is the way with the Tigers historically, them still being shit. And just, like, continuing to be shit. And even when they get Luai, still being shit. And I'm not trying to knock on any of the players. Like, so many unknowns. And then if they are shit, even though everyone... Because everyone was talking them up last year. Oh, they got Bateman. Fucking... Who is good? But, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, they got Papaliti. Coruscant. Cool. They've also got a guy in Benji Marshall who's coached never. Zero games in his life. How old's Craig Fitzgibbon? I'm just thinking about like ex players that have actually had success coaching. Craig was at the Roosters as like a fucking no, no, no. But I'm I'm saying like understudy for like 20 years. No, but I understand that. What I'm trying to say is, even if you look at places like the APL or football in Europe, there's always players, good, really good players that try to get into coaching, and most of them don't succeed. And I'm just wondering where poor old Benji will sit in that sort of like. Paradigm. Paradigm. Is he going to be? Is he going to be the guy that that bucks statistics and goes out there and does the damn thing? Ricky Stewart. He was a great player. Correct. I mean, great coach. Like he is. He's won a comp, and you know he's played. Well, he's made. Finals, well, he's he's played for the Kangaroos. Origin. Like no, I'm talking about his coaching credentials. Right. Sorry. sorry. Coached Australia. Um, well, he's a, he's well also, at least he's had a full time gig, right? Yes, he's student, As opposed yes, to, yeah, I'm yeah. so I'm talking more about like two seasons you're out. Sort Freddie Fittler at the Roosters. Correct. Yeah, so uh, Fitzgibbon's 46, Benji Marshall is 38, and I was just looking up Ivan Cleary, started coaching, took over the Warriors in 2006 when he was 35. Was Ivan Ivan a good player? Yeah, he played for New Zealand, I think. Uh, Did I make that up? Nah, he didn't play for New Zealand. Is he Australian? He is Australian, yeah. He he played for the Warriors. Oh, that's what he is. He played the grand final for the Warriors. Did he coach New Zealand? 
Yeah, he coached the Warriors, yeah. No, coached in New Zealand. No, uh, no. Coached the Warriors. He co- yeah, he coached the, the Warriors. Warriors. Coached the Warriors. Yeah, the, yeah sorry. Yeah. Yes. I was confused about international. Uh, forgive me. Do you know but, what I'm trying no, to yeah, say? Yeah, but I, so Ivan wasn't a bad player. No, it wasn't But I don't bad. think he was... I don't think he was like Benji Marshall level at his best. You know what I mean? Like Benji Marshall at his best. Is Ricky Stewart the, the best player to be a good coach? Probably. If that makes C- sense. Of current crop. Yes, I would say so. It almost seems to me sometimes it's it's better to be sort of well, mediocre. Trent Robinson, I think, played like maybe one game of NRL. Mm. Des was a good player. Des played Origin and New South and for Australia. Mm. He wasn't Ricky Stewart, but like kid could play. But you play for Australia, you can play. You can play. You play rugby league. Yeah, yeah. One comps with Manly. I I think I think where it gets to with the with the Tigers genuinely. Because obviously they've gone through and they've fucking bulldozed the joint, metaphorically, and fucked everyone off. And this is a clean slate. They've got rid of the bloke they brought from Manly. What was his name? The scout. Fulton. Scott Fulton. Fulton. That Scott Fulton. Of, before he could even get in a season. He, he, he didn't make probation, essentially, if mm. I'm reading between the lines. He goes. Benji got full run of the joint. And... They've got J.I. walking in the door, and it feels good. It feels right. If got the- rid of Pasco. Got rid of fucking litigious Lee. Exactly. But Which if- I'm, there's, I'm actually a bit disappointed we won't have that talking point anymore. Oh, he'll be around, surely. Well, but he maybe still not. makes comments, but like, you know. But if there's any... We'll know if the world's unjust or not, based, based almost exclusively on how the Tigers well, go. I actually would argue, just thinking back to like coaches, players, that Des Hasler, you could argue, is the best... From, like, what I'm aware of, so let's just go back to, like, the start of the 2000s, like, the best player coach in terms of quality of player, quality Well, I'll tell you how you do it. You'd weight them 50-50. So if you combine the weighting of the playing career and how the managerial many, you career. You get Dez's, like, rugby league stats from an international origin perspective. Yeah. But then he's made five grand finals, one, two. He made five? 2007, eight, uh, 11, 12, 13. Uh, sorry, 11... Yeah. No, I know. So what do you get? 12 14. 12 14, yep. And you could lost argue. To, lost to the Storm, lost to the Bunnies. Bunnies. You yep. could argue that 2013 one was the side he built, so that was probably his as well. You and can't we count that. Won it. No, well, we counted as a win. We, we would have won had he been there. Well, we won. We did win. Although the history books don't show it, unfortunately. Listen. I don't have like a. Per- I think Bellamy might have even played Origin. Did I make that up? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bellamy played Origin. I don't have a weighting machine in front of me where I can weight, like I can weigh things, like a scales of justice for like health and hedonism. Correct, like that, but it but it weighs managerial and playing careers and puts them into one singular. Thing. We need to get an oh. algorithm going. Yes, we. Do. Yes, Bellamy- I actually want to do that. Yeah, let's do an algorithm. Who's the greatest rugby league person? Person. You, and you have to Person's not the, quite the right word. There's probably a better word for that, but it's, it's coach and player. Who's had the most influence? Who's been the winningest? Yeah. I mean, you, then you think like a Phil Gould, but I don't think he was a good player, respectfully. Yeah, well, then how do you weight it, right? 50-50. Like, 50-50. No, 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 no. But if someone like, you know, Wayne Bennett has like the amazing coaching record, but not a good playing record, how does yeah. that stack but up But only between? 50% of, so coaching is 50% of it. Right, okay. So he would, he would, he would max out in 50% of it, but he's fucking dog shit in the other 50. Yeah. 
Because he played what? Yeah, but but maybe that's not fair. Why? Well, I don't know. But in the <laughs> but in the but in the metric we're going for, which is player coach yeah, then hybrid, yeah. then it has to be. Well, so that's it, right? If you haven't played, then you aren't part of the fucking. Correct. You aren't part of the. Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's it. Started with Ricky Stewart. That's a great point. And we moved to Des Haslam. No, it's a great point, you made. <laughs> what it's the fuck point, are mate. we talking? about? No, that's right. That's why Des Haslam's the best. Um, have we got any Des Hasler stats? Yeah, so Des Hasler in the NRL, 289 games. Fuck! 178 wins at 61%. Like it. Coaching, uh, where are we? 61's hot. Yeah. yeah. And who were they? Who, what club? Manly, anyone else? Um, where are we? Like uh, Penrith somewhere. and Western Suburbs. There you go. Yeah, I knew he played for yeah. Um And Hasler as a coach, 400. Well, hang, hang on, like, like Origins... With like other stats. So if we're including Origins. Uh, How many Origins did he play? He played 12 Origins. Ooh, that's four fucking series. Won three of them. Three games? Three games, yeah. Out of Whatever, 12. he played 12. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I think rating a player on just their team's wins might be like, that's a... Tough thing to measure. Yeah, I don't how think you're necessarily doing team yeah. wins, but yeah, it's hard. This is why we need to work out the algorithm. But like, obviously, uh, genius. Premierships, out there premierships count. Premierships. How many prems you get? Uh, two. Ninety-six. Uh, two. Eighty-seven 96. and ninety-six. 96. There you go. Both two prems. And maybe two, a shield. Two coaching prems. Did you win any, win any origins? Um, with three games, you could have jagged one. I don't think so. Bellamy might have won some comps with the Raiders, and then he won fucking shitloads as a coach. Did he, play, again, did he play for New South Wales? Yeah, I think he might have played. No, nah, he didn't play for New South Wales. Okay. He only coached New South so Wales. You weren't really, you know, how much were you contributing to those wins? As much you were like a, you were a, you were a brick guy. You were a, sorry, a cement guy, not a brick guy. Yep. There's, um, there's blokes out there that, want, that have won comps that have done absolutely fuck all. Yeah, Be- Vic Bellamy. Morrow, no disrespect, <laughs> but, you know, um, like. Nico Hines spent 80 minutes on the bench in the Storms. Correct. Win. No offense to Nico, great player. You just didn't get on the field, right? Yeah, like, well, I mean, listen, eight. listen, it is what it is. I, I'm not going to come here and tell Porky Pie lies. Bellamy only won one premiership as a player. But he won, how many has he got as a coach, minus the cheating ones? Minus the cheating ones. Four? Uh, he would have 2012, 2017, 2020. Three. So three. three. Bit of a yawn. So Des is better. Two as a coach, two as a player. So that's four versus played three. For, yeah, but played for Australia. That's what I meant. We're on the same page. Buddy. Yeah. Uh, did he play for Australia? Des Hasler, yep. How many? He played, I think, 20... Oh, hold on. 20 they, for the they used, to, they used to go on tours, though, dude. It was a different fucking... Yeah, cool. so he, he played 12... These I don't know if these stats overlap, but he played 12 test matches, one international match, and seven World Cup matches. Oh, right. So he, he's saying they're either separate or No, I understand. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> he just said it. Well, because that's how you... No, but it's how you looked at me. I was like, you're not getting it. <laughs> no, I'm getting it. What I was trying you're to work out... You're a bit slow, mate. No, what I was trying to work out was whether... Like, because sometimes, you know, when touring teams... Oh, no, are, sorry. Like tour games Hang on. Dave yeah, he only it. played 12 for Australia. Of course Australia. he fucked it up. 12 for Australia is pretty yeah. red hot. 12 for Australia, 12 for New South Wales, two premierships uh, as a player. Two as a, he didn't win like a Dally M or anything, did he? I don't think no. so. I think he might have been around before the Dalliums. Dalliums are no, Dalliums came in 1986, maybe? So uh, I might have got that wrong. Something like that. Okay, now get up uh, one Ricky Stewart stats, please. Yeah. Ricky, also a dual international, not worth nothing. Well, I think he played a tour game, actually, for all these. I don't know if he played a proper test. Doesn't count. Well, it certainly counts for fuck all these days. So, Ricky Stewart, 243 NRL games. There's three. Three premierships and a runner-up. Um, and then coaching, 
just shy of 500 games, 493, which is not including representative coaching. Uh, he's, he's at a win percentage of 50%, though. And you could argue, you could argue, and I'm going to make this argument, that he that because he should have won at least two out of those three grand finals with the Chooks, he's actually loses points. Well, he also inherited that team. No disrespect. Yeah, so that's he inherited what, I was about field? to say that. I think so, yeah. Um, he's... The only premiership he's won as, as a coach was in his first year of coaching. Yeah, 2002. 2002, yeah. We didn't go to Dez's coaching record. Uh, Dez's coaching record. Or oh, percentage wins. It must yeah. be pretty good. Let it be known as well. Dez no longer a coach at the Seagull, so he's dead to me. But I'm obviously a big enough individual to see past that. Well, it's like Kieran Foran who left us and went to the Titans. I still consider Kieran Foran one of my nearest and dearest. Yes, but I won't talk to him if I see him mid-season. Except for if I go up there to interview him. Since your podcast. <laughs> Contractually obligated. I'm uh, a business. If he called me and said, come up and have a beer, I would. Oh, no, so would I. I'd drop everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. drop everything I'm doing. Correct. It could be like game day. Yeah. I almost would do it on game day if they were playing manly. Get him fucked up. Good point. Uh, Des Hasler, 458 games coached. Uh, 200... Sorry, 258 wins, 56% win percentage. Okay, Dez is the GOAT. And if you think someone's better than Dez, come at me with it. Yeah. I'm just looking at Bob Fulton's statistics. Didn't even think about Bozo. Which are pretty impressive. Bozo's an immortal dude. But listen, we fell into the trap of of playing our own vintage. Recency bias. Well, it's like the immortal debate, you know. Was I alive to see Changa Langlands get about his work? No, I wasn't. So to me, he's not as good as anyone I've ever seen. And until recently, that was the rule with the yep. Bortles. Unless they'd, unless they'd seen him play, you weren't in. Rugby League Week, I believe. Purchased by NRL. The NRL. Um, I, I was under the impression, while, I, while it's in my brain, and I, I, I don't want to move us in this direction. Well, I do want to move us in this direction. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> I was under the impression, Dave, let's see if we can look this up, that we were doing Immortals every two years. And that doesn't seem to have happened. Now, while he's doing that, I want to hear Bozo's fucking stats. Uh, so, I've got it here. He's uh, Player a, and coach. Yep, yeah, as a player at club level, played 217 games. Uh, For the Mighty Manly Seagulls? Uh, see, uh, so, West's Ill- Illawarra. This was 65, so the teams yeah, were fucking all over the place. Fuck, uh, Manly, this includes Warrington and also two, uh, three years at the Eastern Suburbs. Um, Which is the Chooks. Yeah. Well, they were called East back then. His win percentage in the NRL is 65% as a player. It's pretty Uh, good. Bloke also an immortal. And then as a coach... uh, On Prems? uh, Prems. Three. Uh, Three Prems? As a player. Yep. All for Manly. And hold on. And then, no, we need need Origins and and, and Australian... So, he played before State of Origin, but he represented New South Wales 16 times and Australia 35 times. Holy fuck. Did he uh, win... Um, was there like Player of the Year awards or any of that sort of shit that he get? Um, Australia, he, he represented Australia 35 times. South Origin meant it was a completely different thing. But, sure, yeah. but still, still getting selected. He won the Churchill in 73 and then in 75 won the RLW Player of the Year. Okay. That's like Rugby League Week Player. That's probably, yeah. And then two M Coaches of the Year. Huh? Two Dallium coaches of the year. In the 80s. How many comps did he win as coach? Two. So he's got five. 
So Bobby Fulton putting his hand. I think up. Bobby. I think Bobby actually might be, and especially because you chuck in that he's an immortal. Would Bobby's got it? And Bobby's his win percentage it. as a player is sixty-five percent, same as a coach. Yep. Oh, see, so he's 65, 65, five prams and an immortal. And an immortal. 30-something or 30-something national caps. It's Bob's Bobby. got it. Bob's got it. Bob's got it. May he rest in an eternal peace. Thank God we didn't miss that. No. Because there would have been dribblers out there going, you on, you're Yeah, out. but those people saying it are like, hey, don't correct me on shit that happened before we were all alive. Like, relax. Exactly. But Tobler brought it up. Again, Dave. Well, in fairness to Dave, we weren't even we weren't thinking pre-living. So, but now Tom has brought it up. It's it's plain to see. It's Bobby, Des, Daylight, Ricky, Daylight, absolute fucking daylight. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's our comprehensive sort of. Uh, Who's the best ever? Well, I was going to say coverage of what's happening in Tigerland. Yeah, big time. Absolutely, tells of Tiger Town. It's funny. I was—I uh, had no idea why Norfolk was getting sacked until we spoke to Hempy and he explained it to us. Yeah, it wasn't shot up for training. Hungover and shit. Yeah, allegedly. I don't know if that's fucking true or not, but like he was calling. He was like, I, I believe allegedly he was like he was like writing in saying that he had fucking the runs and shit. You got to have the runs if you're gonna. You don't have to have the runs. Like the runs is a great get out of jail free card. Shout out to Monopoly, but like if you're going you, to play the poo card, if you had to call in sick, right, and you knew that they could potentially come and check on you. Well, you listen. Let's say you had a job that you loved, but you knew that it was highly frowned upon to call in sick because there was something big coming on. But you've had a huge one with the boys, um, and you didn't have any good day to help you. Mm. What excuse are you going to come up with? I might play dead. Go radio silent. No, because you get sacked for that. That's true. You can't play dead. You can't play dead, can you? Because in, in the labor hire game, I think I've brought this up before, the number one excuse is my girlfriend had a car accident. That's number one. By, that's crazy. By, by, by like a factor of fucking that's 20. That's crazy town. When I was laboring and getting out of work, left, right, and center, it was the runs. Oh, you don't believe me? You want to come and get a stool sample, <laughs> fucking manager? I'm pooing my pants. You want to bring that into the fucking building? You want me to serve drinks? I think pooing yourself's the safest, and I'll tell you why. Not many people get in car accidents, thank God, but, like, yeah, how many how many girlfriends are getting in car accidents at three in the morning, realistically? Shout out to uh, Darcy, bloody brilliant beers fame, who, now, he used that excuse when we were at Magic Round. He was incredibly hungover. No, but I eyeballed him. Yeah, but he's very hungover. Yes. So I'm saying I think he was hungover. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm no, saying like he was, no, he, no, he was no. using the Brazilian laborer's method. <laughs> Misses in a car accident, I've got to go home. No, you, I'm like vomiting on my He actually did do that, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. Shout out to Dust. Um, the other one is food poisoning. I'm just going to sample the room. How many times have you had food poisoning legitimately? I honestly wouldn't even know. Like not many, if any. Shout out to Scribe. I've had it once. Tobler? I don't think I've ever had it. Never. Dave? I've definitely had it. Dave, never. never. Cody? One? Will? Where am I? How many times you had food poisoning? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a Birmingham. He's a Birmingham. He's a dude. Birmingham. You guys are fucked. He, they couldn't hear him on mics, but he said six or he seven. He said six, or, said seven. six yeah. or seven. Yeah, good point. 
Um, <laughs> listen, if, if you're not a Birmingham, no one gets food poisoning. So, like, that's also off the table yeah. as an excuse. You can't I think you're better off saying, though, just flat diarrhea than food poisoning. Yeah, you can get gastro. You know what I mean? Like, you can get... You don't have to have eaten an off fucking clam to, to shit yourself or to vomit. That's what I, that's what I mean. You can have the wrong supplements. <laughs> you can have the wrong supplements and shit yourself on the side of the highway. Yeah, you can. What did you throw up? No, I threw up at that time. And then I went home. So you're, you're but I didn't realize I'd had the wrong supplements. You understand that? I didn't realize that it was a it was a byproduct of the fact that I had too many fucking things. I throw up on the side of the road. I go home, lay in bed with Steph, and watch The Last of Us the entire fucking thing all day. Mm. Felt fine. I'm like, well, what's going on yeah. here? I think it's probably just like this is like a nice moment for me to just. I'm not. I'm not looking at Cody when I say this, and I'm not. I'm not talking to him directly. I'm just sort of. Well, you're not even looking at him. I'm musing between you and I yeah. that I've heard every excuse under the sun, so my my senses for bullshit are finely tuned. Yeah. I'm just saying that, mm. just so it's out there. Yeah. Just so you're not saying it to Cody. I'm not saying it to Cody. I'm saying it to you. Or just Uncle as like, who's ears popping out there? Exactly. I'm just saying, generally speaking, to whoever wants to hear it. If you you have to hear it, if you don't want to, I'm saying it to you. Mm. That my I'm my my spidey sense is finally tuned to bullshit. That's all I'm saying. I also have lied many a time in the labouring game about and in the fucking hospo game about illness. So mine is as well. Takes one to know one sort of stuff. <laughs> Smelt it, delta Smelt sort of stuff. Delta territory. So you better be coming up with some fucking exotic disease that is hard to prove from mm. my end. Yeah, swine flu sort of stuff. Swine flu's a good one. Ebola. Listen, if you've got the balls to text me saying you've got a Ebola, <laughs> I respect the fuck out of that. I respect that. You I know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You, if you've got Ebola, you've earned my respect. Yeah. Well, not if you've got it. <laughs> If, if you pretend got, to. If you pretend to. If you've got it, you've earned a day off. <laughs> <laughs> is Ebola still doing the rounds? Dude, I heard they like, I heard it is still doing the rounds. Still doing the damn thing? I thought someone was like, there was some people like taking an Ebola vaccine in America. And I'm not trying to be like distasteful. I'm just, I'm just wondering. If what, asking about if Ebola is still around? That's not distasteful. I'm that's not, a, I'm just, I'm not, that's I'm, a curious mind, buddy. <laughs> You just want to know where it's at. Where's oh, yeah. the Ebola I do. at? I want to know where Ebola's at. Well, I think it's still around, but it's not a world health emergency. Is like it a it problem? Was. Is there any pandemics like that are like on? Okay, this is what I, I actually did hear about this other day. I don't know what this means, but like disease X. Yeah. What's that? What's disease X? I haven't looked into it. I just heard it mentioned. Um, I don't know. I've also seen it around. I haven't done enough research to know what it is, but it's I'll really do that gonna now. fuck me off if there is one because I won't. What's I'm not gonna hang buy on. It. What's disease X? Wait, give me give me a bit of time to read. Powder. You look it up and tell me. I will tell you though. Back on the immortals, which we didn't get to. Oh yeah, immortals. When are they doing them? So in 2018, they were meant to name two immortals. They ended up naming five because they added pre World War Two ones. The kind of thing that they worked out was that they would induct up to two every four years. Uh, so that was 2018 was the last time they did it, which meant they were meant to do it in 2022. They blamed COVID for like, you know, not really doing it that much and having the process underway. Um, they didn't do it last year either. Yeah, they didn't do it last year. That also might be because they uh, they uh, inducted five the time before, so they don't need to, but there's not a lot around. So there was an article from November 23 saying that the NRL are looking set to finally add another immortal or two. This year? That was November 2023. How long, did how, how long did you need to have been retired for? Five years. So who who does that bring into into uh, consideration? Darren Lockyer, obviously. He, yeah, he's fucking... Is Greg Inglis, uh, is he five years yet? No. I would be shocked if Greg's five years. 
what, 2019? He was still around there, wasn't he? 2019. What about, what about Thurston? What about Thurston and shit? Thurston, I think he wouldn't he wouldn't be in there yet. How do you know though? Because because well, COVID fucks to, with our brains. Yeah, I know it has. I'm just giving, I'm going a vibe like anything. How do I know anything? I know nothing. I don't reckon Thurston was playing in like 2019. I don't reckon he was no what like no way he was was he? I don't know, Edward. <laughs> I think he might have been. When did that origin reckon? we went to? Where's that origin we went to out at uh, the? The world's great, the asshole, the nation, uh, Allianz. That, uh, that was 20. Was that when he kicked that fucking penalty with a fucked shoulder? Or did we win that game? That was Payne Haas actually in Tino and they got that punch on. He retired in 2018. So he's five years. Uh, yeah, so bang. So he comes in. GI but has I don't to come know. in. The thing is though, like, what about. I'm coming like, into eligibility. Yes, eligibility. But then people are like, mate, if you're going to go back to pre World War II, like, then what about someone like Peter Sterling, who won fucking three straight grand finals? Cutler no, 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 no. Freddie no. Fielder. No, 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 no. Because Peter Sterling was looked at and overlooked and moved past. So he can't come up again. They, he can only no, come up can. twice. No, no, I think no, he can. No, he can come up twice, apparently. That's it. I think they've been passed on. I don't know if that's true. I don't I, know if that's true. Listen, there is, there is 1,000%. There is a thousand percent chance, like ten times a hundred, that I've fucked that completely. But I was under the impression that you can only come up so many times. Otherwise, every time they sit down, they're looking at the same players over and over and over and over and over again. Makes that, sense. Which, which, it does make sense, and because the blokes they brought in weren't that's the the guys they brought in pre World War Two with with the three greats of the era, and then I think they leave that. I think like on. Brett Kenny's another one again. But Brett would have been looked at. No, I know. But there's like a lot of rugby league circle people who are like, fucking Brett Kenny should have been a fucking immortal. But if you've been looked at and overlooked, that's it. Sorry, you're out. Well, then you could say about Darren Lockyer. Darren Lockyer hasn't been looked at yet. How hasn't he? He retired. When did he retire? Oh, when they been, we've him, been through this already. Yeah, when, oh, so when, he would have been looked at once. When they bought him... So Darren's, been looked, so, so, Darren, so Darren's been looked at once. Darren so Lockyer, 100%. As part of the eligibility criteria, you have to already have been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Okay, so oh, they got the Hall of Fame. Fame so like Darren's that. in. When did Darren go into the Hall of Fame? Um... So hey, who can we look at then? That basically, if I'm looking at the Hall of Fame here, Bradley Clyde Lazarus that that isn't that isn't in. You've oh, got so he was. Oh wait, you've got Laurie Daly, Glenn Lazarus, Brad Fittler. I wonder with someone like Lazarus, he was always considered like the greatest prop of all time. If you're considered the greatest of all time in your position, shouldn't you probably be an immortal? I don't know. Well, Glenn Lazarus still considered the greatest prop of all time. Well, yeah, and they're basically saying pain heir apparent, heir apparent, but not there yet. But not there yet. Shane Webke, I'm not saying he should be if he's not better than Lazo. Like, you know, so some names on here that we're looking at, punters and dribblers, for context. You've got Laurie Daly, Glenn Lazarus, Bradley Clyde, Brad Fittler, Shane Webke, Darren Lockyer, Mark Graham, Cliff Lyons, Scroll Ricky up. Stewart, Gordon Tallis, Steve Menzies. Steve Walters, E.T., Brett Kenny, Wayne Pierce, Terry Lamb, Steve Blocker Roach. Game's gone soft. I can't go high pitch anymore, dude. My voice is gone. Can't do the tickle me blocker. That's a goal for 2024. Put that down, Tobler. Tickle me blocker. Like a lot of these blokes that we're going up to here are in. John Sattler, is he an immortal? Yep. Is he? Yeah, pretty sure. Maybe he's not. I don't know if he is. Maybe I fucked that. No, he's not. He's not. I don't think he is. No, he's not. Bob McCarthy. I like the old the old rugby league photos where like you look at Bob McCarthy. Look like at they, Tom. They, look they at, comb look their at, hair look at and Tommy shit. Tommy Radonikus. Yeah, no, Sattler isn't an immortal. No, not in there. 
Again, I wouldn't have a fucking clue whether anyone Look at Mick Cronin. Look at these hard men, dude. Yeah, I know. We're looking at some hard men here, punters and dribblers. Good yeah, the men. Look get- at Ken Irvine, dude. Where what? is he? Where's have Ken? Have a Where's go Ken? at Ken. Oh, Ken, dude. Look at that man. You know uh, our friend of the show, and I say that without having... Men used to be men. Yeah, men aren't men anymore, dude. <laughs> like, fucking hell. And I include, my, dude, I Brian, include myself in that. Yeah, Brian, don't Carlson, worry about that. Brian Carlson looks like they've just taken a photo of someone from today, a guy who like, works at a pub, and they've just turned him black and go, white. Go, and go, right, go to Ian Walsh. Have a fucking go at that bloke. He's, he's at the line. Look at him. Good luck to Tobler having to edit this. Um, Norm Proven had a bit about him. Clive Churchill does not look like a footballer. No disrespect to Clive or Clive's son. Has Brian Bevan been given a new scalp? What's the do with that? Holy shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Brian Bevan. He looks like one of those people, you know, in the Guinness World Records, where it's like the people that can contort their face, like swallow their upper mouth. That looks bizarre. (laughs) He looks like the bloke in, uh, if, if, uh, you oh, know, if the edge. wind look at his borrowed dude. Remember Fuck. when the wind changed or something? Oh yeah, it's like you pull faces, the wind changes. Yeah, stuck that's like Brian Bevan. Are they playing with a basketball there on the far right? That doesn't seem to make sense. Down, no back. Uh. Down. Uh, I think maybe that is a basketball. That might just be a photo. Well, it's definitely a photo. Well, we can a confirm photo. that. <laughs> Brian Bevan with one of the great borrowed's. I've that ever That guy seen. does not look like he should be playing professional sport. I mean, it wasn't professional, so maybe that stand. But he's old as fuck. How old is Brian Bevan? Uh, Tom, he's in the Hall of Fame, so show some respect to Brian, please. Well, mate, we, you're making fun of these saying His face got stuck that way when the wind changed. <laughs> he was I born heard. in 1924. Same year as my grandma, who is no longer with us. RIP to Nano. And uh, he played well, footy until 1964, until he, he played was 40. 670 games. Right. Well, I think the photos I'm seeing is when he's like fucking. He called, he's got 757 tries. I feel like back in the day. Now, obviously, that's a phenomenal record for uh, what's his name, Brian Bevan. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you? Suge- Two first names as well, by the way. Uh, uh, Brian Errol Bevan three. Holy <laughs> shit! Errol with a Y. He is rugby league. <laughs> Get that. Man in the fucking in the immortals. What are we talking about? Brian Errol Bevan. Do you think Wing in, Wizard was his nickname? Wing Wizard. Do you think in Brian's time, uh, if you were fucking good at rugby league, it'd be like being the fat kid in under eights, just run over the top of people scoring tries at will? Do you reckon that was so. sort of the vibe? Because professionalism obviously wasn't a thing. Uh, he played for the British Empire 13. Wait, this is this is great stuff here. So he arrived in Australia on boat from Britain in 1946. All he had he was with 22. him, yeah, all he had with him was a letter of recommendation from a Eastern Suburbs Test winger. He requested a trial with Leeds, but the club decided against signing him due to his frail-looking appearance. Hold on, he and then he went on to be a great of the game. Excuse me, hold on. Was he born in Australia, went to Britain, or born in Britain and came to Australia? Born, uh, other way around. Sorry, yeah, born in Australia, went to Britain. Okay. I was going to say. He, he, mate, he, went on, he, he boarded HMSA Australia. Oh, yeah. In Britain, though. Oh, in okay. 1946. To a different time. Shout out to Brian Errol, Errol Bevan. How long did it take again to get on it from a boat? Like three months. Three months? Didn't they have Is that th- right? I think it was about three months. But, like, they had motors and shit. Six weeks. I oh, know, I've halved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Of, it, <laughs> How long did it take to get in England on boat in 1945? That's a good question. From no, Australia to England? question I just asked. It's a great question. Yeah, but I'm helping him with his Googling because oh, he sucks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, 
So in the 18th and 19th century, it would take between 70 and 110 days. Let's that's see, in the 20th century, months. about 40 days in the 50s. 40. Okay, that's Month a and a half. That's a long time. That's a long time to be at sea. 40 days. What would you do? Well, like, hopefully you'd walk around and shit. Like you'd all got bum like each other, surely. <laughs> I love that it takes 40 days for you to start fucking dudes. There's probably women well, on the boat. Isn't that what the Romans well. did? They'd go to war. Yeah, there'd be women. It's not like I feel like the boat wouldn't be wouldn't be chartered just for them. It'd be like they'd be on there with like all these other people. Just bumming each other. Can you say that? Can you say bumming? I mean, there's nothing wrong with bumming, but I mean, if you're a, if you're a, as he grabs some more tequila, like if you are starved of the warmth of a woman's touch or a man's touch, depending on your proclivity, mm. maybe it if does. If you're starved, if you're starved, maybe it only does take forty days and forty nights, and forty cold, lonely nights mm. before you start looking at your mate in the bunk bed <laughs> next to you. you and you just go hop in. Yeah, maybe you hop in. I know the Romans did when they were away at war. They used to bunk up, so to speak. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, at that point in, you know, the history of Well, mankind, you know, what I think Romans were a bit more free, you know, was it uh, fleet-footed and fancy-free? They were happy to do so. Hand jobs like, in the bars sort of stuff. Well, I think that, like, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we are a much greater society now for the, uh, the, 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 the openness with which we share around our sexual desires. I feel like a bit <laughs> stuffy back then. Like, I don't know if Dom Bradman was fucking... Getting bat handled while he was on the fucking, you know. Yeah. He, yeah. He, know, he knew his way around a stick, though. Whether yeah. that transferred sexually, I'm not sure. I would be shocked if Bradman had a sexual game. I feel like cricketers don't. And Bradman obviously was, you know, the, the man, but like, history is written by the victors, you know what I mean? <laughs> history is written by the tops, not the bottoms. <laughs> History's written by the tops. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I don't know if that's right either. I don't know if any of this is right. All right, shout out to Brian. Yeah. Um, where were we going before we came back? Disease X. Oh, yes. So disease X is not a thing that exists. Disease X is basically like... Right. They don't know what the next huge pandemic could be. So they're planning for disease X, which they've been doing since 2018, since before COVID, to be like, what if one day there is a giant outbreak health crisis that could existentially th uh, threaten the world? We're planning for that. That's why it's called disease X. What's the last disease that threatened our survival? Spanish flu? No. AIDS, maybe? No, influenza's never threatened it. Never. Spanish flu? No. Spanish flu is an influenza. It's never threatened our existence okay well, was it like the black plague or something the black death i'm just like like you because you'd, you'd need to be working with 100 percent mortality rates they're which doing is, which is um, be like what maybe there's smallpox i think it's 100 percent mortality is it yeah yeah close to can you look that up dave yeah a lot of questions today but i'm loving it yeah same got to make the most of me while i'm still here that's, well, that's right it. you're a gain of function research um, nah, not 100% mortality. What is it? What is it for smallpox? So, 
Um, there's two forms of disease that are recognized. There's one that has a mortality rate of only 1%, but the more common variety has a mortality rate of 30%. 30, pretty high. Um, but I think the... So I was completely wrong. The deadliest disease in history uh, yes. as like a portion of the population is the Black Death. The Spanish flu killed more people, but there were a lot more people on earth at the time. What was, what was the Black Plague? Came from rats. But what is it? What was it? What does it do? What's the muscle? There's a muscle wasting. Um, that's that's in that's in deer. In deer. And that's, jumps, that's 100% yeah, mortality. Yeah, yeah. That's and 100%. If it jumps. Oh, rabies is what I was seeing of 100% mortality. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah. It's like by the time you know you have rabies, it's too late. Yeah. Start foaming in the mouth and shit. Not like Barking in a good way. Not in a good way. No. Well, that's when you foam at the butthole when it's good. You foam at the mouth when it's rabies. <laughs> wow. They estimate that the Black Death killed around 50% of Europe's population. Whoa. So the Black Plague was a motherfucker. Like, you'd really want to just be going, hey, guys, going to have to check out until this thing's cooled down. Punters and Dribblers, Cody already earning his stripes has just informed Tom and I that Darren Lockyer is actually now ineligible to be considered an immortal because he's been up for elect selection three times. Where have you seen that? Can you come over here? Come, are, come they to the saying, mic. are they saying Darren Lockyer no Go and get a mic. Go and get a mic and we can have a discussion about it. Because the only thing is like... And I obviously want to give Cody the benefit of the doubt here. He said he looked it up. No, I know, but like Dave Why doesn't anyone know that? I'm just saying Dave said he's looked things up before, and I just... To Cody hasn't enough time in the saddle for me to trust him. I've been burnt too you gotta, many times. You got you to trust first. Yeah, it's true, but I don't. So Talk I just me. remember when the last Immortal got inducted, and it was down to like when Mal, when Mal got inducted in. I just remember it being like Lockie's last chance, and it was like a big thing because it was the third time he'd been shortlisted. I just double-checked then. True. So he was shortlisted when uh, John's got in. Yep. Yep. He got shortlisted when Big Mal got in. Yep. And then he got shortlisted this last round where they. No, the last round was everyone. No, the last round was with Mal. No, oh no, um, wasn't Wally Lewis after? Someone was after John's. No, Joey and Wally, I think, got in the same time. No, Joey didn't. Jo Wally was already an immortal. Who went after John's? Or is that, am I that was it. Oh, that was the eight. Well, I reckon he might still have a crack. And again, what the fuck would I know? Have you so, did it say that Lockyer? You, what you saw? Did you did, you, did it say Lockyer no longer eligible? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so when would have you come up three times? Because he retired in what 2012, 2011. Maybe when, Manly won that year. I think it was his last year, 2011. So then, when did Joey become an immortal? Joey was 2013. I'm pretty sure. So um, he wouldn't have been eligible when Joey got in, because he'd only been three, two years, three years retired, two years retired. Maybe it was two years back then. Maybe they've been. changed it. Could have been. Watch this space pun. Reach out Darren Lockyer. Cody just put his um, his job on the line for that. So yeah, we'll see if he's delivered. Early door. That's a, you know, it's a, again. But if that's the case, that's shocking. If that's the case, it's bullshit because he should be an immortal because he's fucking awesome. And I'm pretty sure on the golden boot in two different positions, won a shitload of comps. He did win the golden boot in two Queensland different positions. Queensland captain, fucking helmed the beginning of the eighth straight. Like, what more do you want? Lockyer, and like, I fucking hate Queensland, and I fucking hate the Broncos, and I could not, you could not help but love Darren Lockyer. And he's got a, it looks like his hair came back out of nowhere. Like, you want well, to he's, well, he's the first bloke ever to have his hair grow back. Yeah. I don't know, I don't want to, you know, cast doubt on our new employees uh, info here. Well, but not just a new employee, your replacement. So there's obviously a bit of fucking like, well, then if There's he is wrong, measuring going on here. Yeah, if he is wrong, then he's a suitable replacement for me. But <laughs> there is an SBS article from 2018, which was posted just after the most recent uh, induction into the 
Immortals. And it does say Lockyer's last chance could come in 2022 because I think he's only been Narbrad twice. And he's got three. That's there you go. He'll add three. There you could go. Be we might have a bit of a Dior off here. But Dude, this is, is this a Dior off? Yeah. It will let you counter. The incompetence Olympics. <laughs> the, the. I also just wanted to be known that I would not be able to find this on the internet. It's easy for me to sit in an ivory tower. It will, but you, a blue it, tower. But as is your right. Correct. As head honcho. It is my right to ask, not do. Correct. And criticise, not be criticised. I'm sweaty, though. Yeah, knees weak. Arms are heavy. Uh, uh, you're up. I did them before. They're right next to you. We've got no ice. That's where we send Dave on one more glorious run. Is this the last run? This might be the last <laughs> ice run. Well done, mate. Well done, mate. Oh, and he's walking through the camera as well. That's, That's that. nice. One more. Now, new painting. Touch of the Gods. Who made this for us? I have absolutely fucking no idea. I'm oh, it sure says Adam Ellis? It doesn't say a name, does it? Yeah, yeah. Adam, so, Adam... His name's Adam. I think By it's Keg. Adam his, uh, his Instagram is at Keg the Artist. K-E-G the Artist. Um, so, yeah, if you want more it. masterpieces like that. At Keg the Artist. I quite like it. I love it. Keg the Artist. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's great. I mean, no one on the, no one can see the camera. Um, I've been holding it up for a while. Chuck it here. I think we asked for like a Michael, is it the, is it the Sistine Chapel, like on the roof or something, where the gods like touching each other? Yeah. yeah. Now, I wanted, in fairness, to, like this guy's like painted us just touching Adam each other, which is great. I was more hoping for us to be painted Sistine Chapel style, though, if I can be honest. You wanted to us be... Us on, like, the roof of, like, fully... Re What's oh. that type of painting known as? Not a fresco. Yeah, it's a fresco. Is it a fresco even if it's on the roof? Not sure. But it's, it's, it's not a bad attempt. I would prefer if we were nude, maybe, like, with a yeah. leaf on my dick or something, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, we're fully clothed wearing jeans. That doesn't pop like I wanted it to. It's a great... Because everyone in antiquity seemed to be nude the yeah. whole time. It's going to be hung on Tobler's wall... Um, but if he ever hangs it, but, um, it doesn't have enough nudity. That's all I'd say. So shout out to Keg of shout Keg, Keg Paintings. Thank you very much. Um, couple of things here. I've noticed a shirt hanging up over there. Whose shirt do you think that is? Tobler's. And why do you reckon he's got it? Because he's got his boots on. No, no boots today. But, it's, uh, but we're going out to celebrate a special occasion. Tobler, not a guy who can just wear what he's wearing out. He's got I, to have like another. No, outfit. I, no, no, no. I, I really like that to Toblo dresses up for things. I think it's cute. No, I love it. It's sweet. I'm just saying. I just noticed the shirt that it's 400 degrees. <laughs> well, he's hoping we go somewhere air conditioned, but also he's prepared to be hot to look good. Mm. For celebrate, yeah, we only fair when Dave wants. Did you hopefully. iron that shirt at home? Nah, I've just kept it on the hanger, so it's a bit crinkly, but you it's hot enough in here. That's obviously your hanger. Yeah, definitely. If I can, in the car on the way. <laughs> if I can come in to defend Tobler here, I also have a shirt in my car uh, to wear that's collared, but it is short sleeve and it's not linen and it cost me $5 at a Byron Bay op shop. So well, there you go. It's, still, got, it's got a collar though. It's a in fairness to me, I've got and, jeans in the car. And you want to wear shoes. jeans? No. 
but I bought them just in case. Way too hot. I, bought, I haven't. Bought I brought shoes because I'm oh, that's good. getting real class. Well, now tonight. I feel like I got to go home and get changed. No, we're gonna play pool. I mean, everyone's getting fucking dressed up. You know what I mean? Everyone's fucking trying to look schmick. So we're going to a pub. We are. Right. I won't be getting changed at all. All How'd they fucking fix a black plague? So the black plague was essentially, it's a bacterial infection. Um, It was caused not by rats, but by the fleas that travel on the rats. Mm. And they don't know exactly what brought an end to the black plague. It actually went all the way through until the early 18th century, even though its peak was late 13th. Uh, late 13th century, uh, late 14th century in the 1300s, but it was still around until the early 18th century. One theory is that the species of brown rat was not as vulnerable to the plague that overwhelmed the older black rats that infested Europe. So I think the plague kind of just killed itself because the ones that were susceptible to it died out and the new uh, ones okay, weren't. Right. Well, that's also isn't that part of the thing with like the uh, with like diseases is like that the, if they kill you really quick, then that's actually like not a sign of a successful disease. Like they need you to live long enough to pass it on. Yeah, right. That's that shit's wild. I was going to say earlier, but we've been dancing around a little bit. That I was under the impression one of the great uh, threats to us as Homo sapiens, Tom, was if. And when we run out of uh, antibiotic resistance. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. Because, dude, doctors prescribe antibiotics like fucking Tic Tacs. Now, here, I'm not anti-doctors. They've been very helpful for me and my family over the last uh, little period. Shout out to them. And the things they can do are fucking amazing. But my daughter was prescribed antibiotics like 12 times last year. She had to take – she legitimately needed to take them a a couple of times – but there was a couple of times where she'd have an earache and they'd go, antibiotics. And then we just, Steph was like, we can't give her antibiotics again. Like, she's gonna, it's completely f- going to fuck up her insides. Mm. So we just went to a naturopath and got like some eardrops. And then like, anytime she got like, because she, anytime she gets sick, she'd get like this, she'd get like congested. Then it'd be like a fucking sinus infection, like antibiotics. And that's just obviously the way her body reacts to that sort of a, uh, illness. Mm. And they just go, antibiotics, antibiotics, antibiotics. Nah, this is all you can do. And then one point, Steph, she goes, listen, I'm just going to fucking, I'm just not going to listen to them this time. Eardrops, nothing. She was like, and then it would go away. And then anytime it happened, we just kept doing that. Going away, going away, going away. And then obviously eventually you will need them again at some point. But you're like. But not every day. Not every fucking time you have something Not every day. You don't wake up and have a bowl of fucking cornflakes a good day and an antibiotic. I'd get rid of the antibiotics. I would have the good day. That's, I'm saying you wouldn't do what I'm saying no. because of the antibiotic factor. If you get rid of that, you would do it. Well, listen, if you just if you just focus on daily health, immune function, immune health, digestive, liver health, cognitive function, cognitive function, you know, immune health, liver immune health. health, all that sort of stuff, vitamin energy B, generally, C, D, vitamin e. B, you yeah. know, 100% of your, your daily vitamin Bs. C's, D's. I don't know about the C's and D's, but definitely vitamin You get Bs. it. You get it, though. Um, have we got some dribbles? Yeah, we got some dribbles. Fuck yeah. Yep. Let's play some dribbles. We're going to be doing more dribbles this year, punters and dribblers. More and by dribbles. that we mean... Every episode. If there's, if, there's sport related, if there's sport related dribbles, I'll be going in Monday. You know what I mean? Like, we'll take our licks early in the week. Oh, you got to take... Yeah, you can't wait till Thursday to take your licks. Too Just, much happens. Too much water goes under the bridge. That's right. That's right. And you can't say that Tom and I have never been one to take a lick. Well, we, we invented taking licks. Yeah, we did. I want that on the public record. Yep. And by invented, I mean we were the first to ever like stand up and take licks. 
the term obviously existed, but we stood up and took them first. Well, people have been talking about taking licks no since the fucking it. time immemorial. Yeah, but no one's taken But no one's ever taken them. I mean, Jesus took them. Jesus did take licks, in fairness, if you believe the if you believe the if rumors. you believe the if you believe the Bible that Jesus took licks, he was an original uh, lick taker. He sort of took licks he wasn't even necessarily well, responsible he took, he, for. Well, exactly right. He took other people's licks. He he actually took all our licks. Yeah, he if did. You, if you're into that, <laughs> he took licks on behalf of humanity. Yeah. Well, his dad made him. To be honest, I don't know if this is a. His well, dad made him take licks, but he's also his own dad, so it's hard to fucking fully understand. That's that. Well, that's what's weird, right? Is that this bloke took licks on behalf of humanity, but he was forced by his old man. But he is himself. He is the he old is man. His old man. So he forced himself to take licks on behalf of humanity. It's almost like, uh, you know, you might have been bipolar, schizophrenic. Schizophrenic. That's what I meant. Well, schizophrenic, bipolar, bipolar, schizophrenic. He, he look, he might have had, and that's not as trivialized as that illness. We're just merely speaking about. The, how it is hard to completely wrap your head around split personality someone being their own father yes from a just from like a uh, I guess a very very primitive understanding he of was he like, was the sperm in his dad's nutsack and he was the nutsack at the same time yeah does that he make sense he was inside of himself <laughs> he shot himself out of himself <laughs> yes and and became himself became himself so he shot out the sperm that he was that that he was also he wasn't a into well, nothing. Into, well, into a woman that he'd never actually been near. Well, Mary had never been... F- Mary was a virgin. Yes, she was. But, like, again, I'm just saying there was a lot... Of, there's a lot of stories going around here that, like, on the face of it, are hard to believe. Were you really a He might have had Mary? a powerful shot. Well, if you're God, you, you do. You're the best shooter since Steph Curry. <laughs> Well, you're better than Steph. Well, Curry. no, you are. Steph Curry, best shooter yeah. God. Yeah. So it, it, the insertion not needed. Shout out to all of our Christian listeners. Um, we hope we haven't offended you, and if we have, we get DM'd a fair bit by some like uh, some like Christians wanting to convert us, and I and, and I, I welcome it. I have no mate. I, but I'm, but honestly, Jesus, the original look taker, as far as I'm aware. Well, no, that is the truth. Mm. The original. Jesus took licks so you and I can take licks. So we could all take licks. I tell you what, this is a sign of the times. Or maybe the fact that I'm, just, you know, not that popular. Three friends posted on your timeline on Facebook for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I remember it used to Three. Pump. It used to be like, you, whether you like it or not, you used to look at it. You used to be like, how many you, people? Uh, like, no, 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 no. Not, not just look at it, Tom. You used to count them. Yeah. And if you're of our vintage, I don't know if these two losers are a bit young, but if you're of our vintage, you used to count your Facebook messages, your happy Perfect, birthday messages yeah. on Facebook. You just did. Mm. So don't pretend like you fucking didn't because you fucking did. Can and I it used this? to be and it used to be in the hundreds. Yes. I've just got three. One of which was my auntie, another was a friend, and another was a guy I went to. He was like two years below me in my boarding house. That's nice. Shout out to them for still doing it. There's a family friend of mine, older, it's like my parents' vintage, who obviously they give a fuck. They, they probably still do it. But a few years ago, he used to hit me up on his birthday to send him a message to his Facebook account. He was like, wait, oh. make sure you leave a message on my Facebook account. Who would do that? I can't tell you. But who, like a friend of yours? A family friend, like older, parents' vintage. Who was it? I can't, obviously I can't say just like no, I can't whisper say. it. You won't know if I say the name, but you'll know. I will be able to explain to you who it is later. Okay. But I was always like, 
Sometimes I would obviously, I just wouldn't do that because I'm like, I'll send you a fucking text message. Every, for how long did this happen? Yeah, it was. It wasn't that he would ask every year, but every year, it was like you better fucking message him. You better let him know. Which is absurd in the extreme, right? Before we get into the, that's absurd. Before we get into the dribbles and shout out to those three people that email um, messaged me from birth. That was great. I have discovered recently on TikTok. Flat Earth, the sport of 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 rock throwing in Ireland, where these fuckers, right, and they're like gods over there, dude. The Irish are weird people, respectfully, where, but you, they are like where, like, like <laughs> there was. I just saw a video before, which is what prompted me. Some guy being like, "This guy's throwing absolute fucking sauce or some shit." They they bowl a ball down the a road, and the person that gets to a specific mark, the the, the earliest in the least amount of throws, Tom, is deemed the winner. Hold and on. there's people that are like God, ro- like road throwers. Bro. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, so the here. sport you're talking about is known as road bowling. Okay, hold on a second. Road bowling. Bro. Are you are you pegging it or no, you're underarm? Under okay, so you're bowling and you're trying to land it exactly on a point. No, no, no. You have to like you like length is the key to yeah, success. But it's so there's a predetermined course of country roads, and it's whoever takes the fewest throws to achieve that course is the winner. So it's kind of like golf without the hole, but you're just trying to like get. But to dude, the, like yeah. the roads packed and people are frothing. At the mouth. It's funny because it's like, well, that's rabies. Do you mean with the asshole? <laughs> yes. I I often think about when people like Yanks watch us like cricket or, you know, somewhere people like, you know, they don't get it. I'm like, I would love to feel impassioned about rock throwing. Look at this. I so just, this guy, PA, this guy, PA Flood. Get Dave to get a fucking... Just PA Flood, Dave, Flood so apparently is like the goat. Can look get, look how this, they throw it. Look at this. Look at this shit. Then, look at this shit. Oh, this slow-mo. Is, Look at PA Flood just boos. That's good uh, techie. D- does not look like he's got a caboose on him. It That's look all like an caboose. Athlete. And like people line yeah, up. Let's the get road Dave to get it up so Toby can put it in. Dude, PA Flood's like the goat. Apparently, but, uh, how many is this? Look at, like, look at look at look at this. Look at throwing savage stuff. Look at this shit. PA Flood can spin it further than Arthur Bowles. Take the jacket. Okay, these guys don't look professional. They're just in like their normal weekend clothes. Yeah, but dude, he's taking his jacket the off. The cunt's dude. in jeans. Yeah, no, but like, no, this guy's throwing No, well, this guy's not, but PA Flood was in jeans. That, that's PA, PA Flood. Flood. Yeah, it's PA Flood. PA Flood right there. This is Arthur McDonnell. Throwing savage stuff. It doesn't look like it's as big as you make. No, 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 no. But like, <laughs> dude, let, check out the crowd you're about to see in a second. It's absurd. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. They're oh, all, my God. They're all loving it. I mean, when the weather's this fucked, that's probably all you can do. And you walk down the road and watch blokes throw fucking rocks down Okay, the can you find just a history of Irish rock throwing then, please? Like, because I just want to know a bit what road bowling is. Like, why are we doing I that? think this sport looks incredible. I don't. I respectfully disagree. What I, I need a couple of things. Do you have like a like a? Do you have like? A, are you just using? You a don't. Do, rock? do you not? Uh, uh, you no, don't. No, no. Think so, so there's the specifications about. So oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a solid iron cannonball, uh, eighteen centimeters circumference, and just under eight hundred gram weight. Dudes, so and you just know men came up with this sport. Like, men just come up with the dumbest shit. And you walk down the road, probably have a couple of tins and watch blokes. That's what you do. You go, I'm going for a fucking roll of some rocks. And the pra- boys have got fuck all to do. And I was reading, like, experienced players, if there's a if there's a bend in the road, experienced players will try to lob it over, like, fields and shit. 
Oh, to wow. cut the corner. See, I remember, and again, not that I'm comparing myself to the illustrious and you know the great sport of the Irish rock rolling. Well, you're no PA flood. No, I'm not PA flood, and I would never pretend to be. So I wouldn't impugn his good work. Friend of the show, Luke Bracey and I, and a couple of other people whose names get maybe Paddy was with us. When we used to get together and just pound vegan cigarettes and, you know, it was before you'd... I mean, not that everyone just sits around on their phones, but, like, it was way... We used to just go and, like, hang out and get grilled, basically, and sit in, like, a park or an open expanse. And I we, think, yeah, you know what I think that might be? Being young. True. Like, pre-marriage, pre-kids. Yeah, exactly, stuff. true. No, it's you not don't, you, don't, you don't just get out of the house at Wednesday night and go and blaze up in a park. No, well, this was daytime as well, in the middle <laughs> of the day. Exactly. exactly. We had a game. Stop doing that, by the way. Sorry, mate. We had a game called Ball in Hat. Go on. Well, you'd, you had a bunch of hats around the park and you'd just try and get a ball in it. Kind of like golf, but it wasn't as big. Just ball in hat. What I'm saying is Can you, dudes left to their own devices mm. come up with dumb shit to pass the time and that's what rock rolling yeah, my, is. My brother and I basically invented a game that we just saw while our parents were at dinner or some shit when we were younger. We would see who could fling our thong off our foot the furthest. And that was a competition. Every time we went out for dinner, we, sh- we were just like, should we go off? Can I, can I tell one that's kind of, it's, it's not embarrassing, I'm proud of it. And maybe Willie B will remember this or he won't. It's not even really a game. This is how we passed the time we used to bath together. Well, Will, just let me know if you remember this when we used to bath together. We're talking about like, yeah. So we went, when we would bath together, we were like, what, four, three, four, five, you know what I mean? That sort of vintage and to pass the time in there, sometimes what we would do is we'd sit at either end of the bath and kick the other one as hard as we could in the fucking balls to see how far we could push the other one up the, the oh. incline of the bath. That's just good man stuff. That's just good. And that's probably before your nuts are even really descended, well, I would assume. No. I don't remember it hurting, right? No, it should have hurt. Well, you've got a couple of kids out, so it's all good. Yeah, exactly, mate, it is. But, you know, like, but I still have the visceral image of my brother's scrotum gnarled between my toes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's, that passed that passed a good, honest amount of time. That's powerful stuff. But what I've really liked about this, like we're discovering roll bowling in Ireland, discovering PA Flood, who's apparently the 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 new go to the sport, is that it is a dumb man thing that's passed the time, much like fucking ball in hat, much Pull. like much like um, scrotum push, you know, like. <laughs> It, it's it's but it's taken on a life of its own yeah. and it's big this yeah. thing. Uh, well, uh, could you imagine if if you know kicking kicking your mate in the nuts or your brother in the nuts took off? People are surrounded around a bath while you boot each other in the fucking. This sack. is basketball. Mm. Basketball's even better than this. Respectfully, it in was terms a movie. But it, no, I know. This is this is people out on the street every weekend. Irish basketball. Caution, road bowling ahead, slow down. So you like if you imagine if you're driving somewhere, you're like, oh, I'll come up and see Mr. and Mrs. fucking Diddy on the weekend, and you get behind roll bowling and you're four hours delayed. Yeah. Yeah. So the sport was like big enough that they had to implement a ban during COVID. They had to say you're not allowed to play this during COVID. Yeah, you don't go so outside. Don't so go when's outside. like is there a world championships and shit? Because I'd like to get around that. Um there it is, just looks like my cup of sumo too. wrestling. Every culture, let's get these big, big, fat motherfuckers and see who can push them, push each other out of a ring. What's our? Have we got a, like? Is there a cane toad racing? <laughs> Do the indigenous go, go Australians have like any sort of like Mangrook. sports they play? Mangrook, which I think was what where AFL came from. They say. Is that right? Can you look up Mangrook? I'm pretty sure that's what. Because well, I know the I know Indians played a, a sport that was similarish to cricket. That's why they froth it because there was already like an existing. Ah, uh, okay. Not the same, but quite but similar. That yeah. ball. 
Yeah. Screamers. Correct. Yeah, so yeah, Mangrook, Mangrook, however you want to pronounce yeah, it. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. Indigenous Australian ball game. It literally ball? means ball and game. It's yeah, but it'll be okay, but again, elaborate. Ball and hat. Yeah, but like like what like what was the the rules and shit. So you find some video of it actually. Just find some video of it. I'm pretty sure yeah. you'd be able to. It's it's like from memory, it's fucking similar. Obviously, like the rules and you know specifics of it, but like it was the I mean the athleticism involved and everything that was sort of doing, I think, was like the skills were transferable. It wasn't like chess. You know what I mean? And with tribes getting together, like different tribes getting together to like now, that's beyond what I'm prepared to commit to from a knowledge I would, perspective. I would love that they did. Yeah, I'd, I thought the tribes would, would not because they're like, you're another tribe. Let's punch on. I don't know if Indigenous Australians punched on much. I think they're pretty peaceful. I wouldn't, fuck, again, would not have a clue. I'd love to know. I'd love to... Have you been to Ayers Rock? Uh, Uluru, forgive me. Uh, no. I, I would love to go see that. Could have found maybe a video with some adults, Dave. <laughs> Instead of well, this is explaining it. Hey, dude, can you find a video with some fucking adults playing instead of five-year-olds at a Queensland rec centre? They're explaining it for people who don't know what it is. I need to see some, like, I'd like to, if someone was like, oh, show me rugby league, and you showed them an under-sixes game, you'd see one humongous child born to everyone else. Correct. There are some children here kicking a pink fucking ball. You know what? You know what? I'm going to fuck this off. Uh, you find it out yourself, but that's where it came from. Dave, uh, look, it wouldn't be your final episode without an awful Dior there. Um, <laughs> Let's dribble. I just got a tip for everyone. Casimir last in Albury uh, tomorrow, 8.50 currently. Gamble responsibly. Shout out to Neds. Shout out to Neds. I am getting on it. Dribbling? We're dribbling. Tom, Michael Bublé, Dior. Cobbler, punters and dribblers, it's the stats man. I have a dribble for you that is very rugby league, as told to me by a mad Bulldogs fan. The Bulldogs lost the 74 grand final to the Roosters. They won the 84 grand final over the Eels. They lost the 94 grand final to the Raiders and won the 2004 Grand Final over the Roosters, and they lost the 2014 Grand Final to the Bunnies. So therefore, with rugby league math, the Bulldogs are going to win in 2024. What are they paying futures? They'd be paying fuckloads. Just based on that, it'd be worth a look. You would have to have rocks for brains not to have a nibble. Responsibly, of course. But a nibble. Well, oh, a, nibble, a, nibble. A, a nibble is responsible, isn't it? Nibble's responsible. And everyone's nibble, you know, you know, it's it's a it's a nibble for you. But like, nibbling should be done. Like if you're having a nibble like for example, if you're having a nibble of a penis, you're not having more than the fourie. Well you're tasting it. <laughs> you're tasting it. As I try to get this thing on my head and it's just not working. They're paying forty one bucks. Oh. Yeah. Nibbling. Kids nibbling. Kids nibbling. That'll be a tenner. But that'd be a famous fucking grand final win. Yeah, but I'm following the math. I'm just saying it would be a famous grand final win if the dogs fucking won it. But again, they got good players. I'm a patternist and I'll be following it. Simple Probably as that. a thicky short. Probably a thicky short, but who knows, dude? Who knows? You Matt could Burton speak. could Matt Burton of Flat Earth fame could go he could ascend to like some. Well, he could, he could go. Level. He could go full flat Earth. He might play flat earth rugby league because yeah. the rest of us are playing glo that globe stuff. Yeah. 
And I, I'm here to tell you that if you're playing flat earth rugby league. At the line rugby league. That's, that's playing the ball deep into the line because it's flat. Does it make sense? Well, you're playing the ball late. Yeah, because it's flat. Yeah. Then that's a different proposition. Because up until this yeah. point, as far as I'm He's playing aware, everyone's been playing that globe stuff. Mm. So if we can get him playing some flat earth footy. Yeah. He also would have to believe that he can kick the ball off earth. And if anyone could, it'd be him, given the, the size of his boot. If anyone could kick the ball over the ice wall, it'd be Matt Burton. Is it an ice wall? Okay. Uh, shout out to Matt Burton, though. And, and having a nibble. And shout out to the stats, man. Thanks for coming back. Yeah. I think we asked for you, and you've, you've returned. Yeah, it's nice. I need you every week. We may not play, but I just need you to be around. Okay? Good. Shout out to this 1942 by the great Ned. Hey, Burton. guys. It's acknowledge you're back here. I've just seen Instagram post of the 2023 baggy green members and something caught my eye in the top right corner. Who is the man with the sunny and the rosé in hand and can we have a Hello Sport matchmaking? Thanks, guys. Please report okay. back. Who was that? Fuck. That's so hot and sweaty. That's so hot and horny. All right. Who's the photo? So this is from the baggy green lunch. I wasn't there, so I don't even know. There it is. Top right? Uh, with rosé in hand. So that is, is that Jacko? J- nah, that's Jack of Staghead fame. Top right, holding the rosé. Yeah, with the long hair. Show me, I can't. He's da- he okay. Got, well, he's not. He's hardly top. He's not the far right. Second from the far right. Oh, he is hot. He's got a jaw on him as well. Is that is that your mate, Topper? Uh, oh, and he gave us the stag. He gave us your mate. Gave it up. Stag- yeah, yeah, yeah. On the right is the great and the powerful Sam Rigney. Is that his name? Rigney. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then Jack. Who's, I don't know his last name, but he's holding the rosé. Yeah, he's, he's a good-looking man. He is a good-looking man. He's a good-looking man. What, what like, okay, Jack, if you're... If you're single, If you're single know. and you want us to tee this thing up, who was the caller? What was her name? Cronulla Driblet. Cronulla Driblet. She needs to reach out as well. Like, we need to be able to, like, if it's a dating app and we're the conduit, we need to be able to, like, share. But Cronulla, Cronulla Driblet sounded like she had something about her. She did. Definitely did. And I like Like, her. she sounded like a vibe. But also, I think there's something attractive about proactivity. I think it's, it. I, yeah, it's like, yeah, when you get propositioned, it's hot yeah. as fuck. And that's exactly what's happened. He also ran the marathon last year. Yeah, he did. So he's a bit of a goer. I think he might have broken four hours as well. So the kid's got a bit, a bit of a Kick and him. run. Might have made that up. Not the point. Uh, so how does, the, where do we move from here? Does, does Jack need he, to he show to something? We need to be involved in every step of this until basically conception. Or not conception, but copulous. Is that what it's Consumation. called? Consummation. You don't want to guide it in? No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. But maybe a bit like an air traffic controller. Like I think it might be too much for me to actually sh- hold in a shaft. Although I guess that's how they do it with cows. And or horses. horses. To more importantly, because horses, fun fact, bunnies and dribblers need to actually fuck these days. You can't do uh, artificial insemination. Why? It doesn't work. Apparently, it's illegal. Why? Don't know. Stiz. Fuck, we make up some dumb rules. What? You can't jack off a horse anymore? What world are we living in where I can't beat my own horse? Because mm. I think people. Will... I don't know why. I was going to say something sense. dirty. No, I'll say it. People fucking their horses. I was going to say maybe too many people were jacking off horses pretending to take semen samples. That's not that <laughs> gross. That's just people that – That's. I'm sure there's a world out there where people don't mind fucking satisfying a horse. Does it feel good for a horse though? Because I don't know they're fucked for pleasure. Like do we know if it feels good for any of these animals? I thought pigs had four-hour orgasms. That doesn't mean it's good. That, that actually sounds awful. <laughs> don't you reckon? 
It's half an hour as well. But that sounds awful. I thought dolphins fuck for fun. Or is it monkeys? No, dolphins do, apparently. Evidence that suggested the dolphin might slip one in every now and then for pleasure. Do they pull out, I wonder? What, nut, nut in the fucking blowhole? <laughs> <laughs> or the mouth. Have dolphins got four holes to play with? Well, the mouth is the... Well, you're right, because their air hole is the... Is, the is, that the, is that the nostril, technically? Oh, do they have noses? Have they got blowholes? They got blowholes with their they? breathing. No, that's a whale. Dolphins have blowholes, buddy. They do? Yeah. Well, actually, now I don't know. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Do they? They do. Dolphins yeah, they do. definitely have blowholes. Yeah, they got blowholes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. So you could technically go... Well, but is it a nose? Yeah, because well, you got a fucking nose, though. You don't no, no. So blowhole, mouth, bum hole, the J. Really good stuff. <laughs> really. Dave, Dave being reminded why he's going to his highbrow political show. I'm just looking forward to my internet search history not being full of horse semen and dolphin holes. <laughs> dolphin holes. Um, but artificial insemination only banned for thoroughbreds, yeah. not for horses why? in general. Yeah, well, thorough, that's what I was talking about. As in, they are the ones that are like used for fucking race horses because they're like we can't just be they can't be battery henning like what is it like battery what is it battery hens? I don't think they're the same thing, dude. I know they're not the same thing, but it's like you could work a horse into the ground if all you have to do is beat them off. Whereas, like, if you're having to fuck a horse. Well, you get you. Can, you know what I'm saying. Well, you, can, like, you control the prolifer, proliferation of a certain nut. Because, like, essentially, you could take a load and split that load. And sell if you have one jar of horse cum. Well, you've got a you've got a billion potential. But like, how many how many suitors. times do you divide that jar and send it off to different ponies? The other thing, I, as well, worth thinking about, like, is there really good semen that lose the race or? It could like is a it can bad semen win the race or is it generally the strongest that wins? Listen, Bradbury won, so we know that bad semen can win the race, but <laughs> but you know, do does that like I I mean in the in the battle for for the egg, more often than not you're getting good the best jizz for the job. You think? Yes, like it's not a uh, it's not a quota situation. Perfect. On we go. Unless there was a question, a question we were asked we didn't answer. Um, it's basically just so that the reason it's banned is so that they can't, um, like, fuck, I don't even know. They, so it would, it would lower, it would basically- Started a sentence not knowing yeah, where it was going. Yeah. And looked like he was reading something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. Okay, it's hot, read it. It's hot over here. Uh, it, it's so that, um, like, the entry-level price for racehorses would- skyrocket and it would cut out smaller operators if the big dogs just kept making better after better horses it's to kind of keep competition so it's a regulation of loads yeah, yeah, regulation. because you can yeah. only like i mean if you if you're a if you're a prize stallion tom you can theoretically only fuck so many horses as yeah, opposed to nutting in a cup and then splitting it up and right but there's it. a part of me here that mm. feels like that's bullshit why because, like, if I've got a horse that has fucking primo loads... But, I they, don't, but they don't like... We, why we, can't I fucking... But we don't like mon monopoli mono monopolies. Monopolies. Yeah, it's like eugenics for horses. Right, but it's not like one horse to rule them all. But there's like, eugenics for dogs. Sort of. Sort of, but yeah. But also not in a good not way. Giving us a dog. 
like not necessarily to make a the best dog. It's just to make a specific type of dog. True. Well, that's bringing monetary value, and that's, that's the only point. reason yeah. you're making horses, which is for monetary value. Like it's it's it depends what you're looking for. Like listen, not our racket. <laughs> we sound like we're making some sense though. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, on we go. Um, so there's three dribbles that have come in from about 3 a.m. the morning after the baggy green long lunch. I think it's worth just giving, like, for, for old time's sake, with Dave going, like, some fucking real maggot dribbles, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay, perfect. There you go. How you going, guys? Dot Point Dribbler here. I'm about to pass it to the guy within the punters and dribblers community with a hotter sister. Oh, no. Bruh. The drive-by. 10%. 10%. Blaron, you're a coward. <laughs> like, respect, but respect, but we can't get the Chromecast working, so get your fucking ass. Get the corporate card into the Look, Uber. Penrith Cicada's going up here. Penrith microwave. The, the Ohm's law, bruh. The microwave's fucking, you know, just producing electricity. Okay. You know. I don't know. Bruh. <laughs> Right, uh, what's the cunt's name? Um, who, who invited the light bulb? Thomas Edison, bruh. <laughs> who invited the light bulb? Bruh. There you go, Pinto. Nah, Mr. Osborne. You know Nikola Tesla, bruh? Yeah, Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla, he's the other guy that invented the light bulb. Ooh. Other than Elon Musk's, like, North Star, yeah? <laughs> They say hey, that he was. Who invented the removal of the of the nose ring? Turn it up, Eddie. You're a coward. You fucking oh, left early. You you left halfway through the Chris Kringle fucking jingle, bruh. You you Samsung. He was ripping in. Rose was good. Yeah, shout out. I left at the perfect moment. I was told back. Do you want to go to the next rule? If there's three of these, there's three of them. Well, that's what I believe, Dave. So mm-hmm. Let's give them their dues. Let's see what let's see what happens. So, Tobes, put the fucking the London World War Two fucking sirens in as I'm saying this dribble. Ironside is a coward and he charges two and a half grand to change fucking tap washers to pensioners in Western Sydney. <laughs> this cunt should be plastered all over ACA. Shout out to Neds and fucking KO. There's your, your little promotion. Gut, bro, I didn't shit can him. I said shout out to him. Shout out to Ned, bro. Uh, Ironside Plumbing, what's your fucking tax file number? You haven't been paying your fucking tax. You need to be investigated by ICAC. You are, you're a Trading fucking criminal. In bathrooms, yeah. kitchens, and beyond. Yeah. Three quotes and no job too small. Oh four three oh four. Don't nine. shout him out. Don't <laughs> shout him out. He changes fucking tap washes for two and a half he grand. Thumbs up the pensioners. <laughs> Exclusively to pensioners. He, he's he's a criminal. <laughs> Alex has been a woman. Shout out Toblot, you made an agreement, bruh. You agreed. You ju- you go over the spit bridge, bruh. You play the dribble. It is what it is. Merry Christmas. Play the fucking dribbles, Toad. All right, let's see that. I think there one. was some sort of negotiation that I get to go home before they kicked on at the Hilton if I play the dribbles. Okay. 
You guys went back to the Hilton. Oh, they. This is where these dribbles are coming no, from. They now. went to the Meriton. Oh, the Meriton. Oh, you, know, okay. you know the Meriton. Uh, this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. yeah that's the Meriton, the Julius yeah, fucking yeah, plays yeah, of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, last one. So it's only fair. Penrith wins three in a row, so I'm sending three in a row. Bellotti just got a tattoo of your fucking Uber fare over the spit bridge. You are a coward. Respectfully. No, honestly, you're a good bloke, but, mate, you dogged it big time, mate. Like, where's the Christmas cheer, bruh? Where's the Christmas cheer? We got stuck with absolute dribblers in Darlinghurst wearing fucking pink cowboy hats lecturing us about... Like, Dior took the fucking polyjuice potion and fucking... Bruh. We're sitting around like a round table like a night. Night for the round table. Dior is technically in Adelaide, but he was in Darlinghurst in a pink cowboy hat lecturing me about politics. You... Yeah. Cut that out, Tobe. Um, what did he say? So, yeah. Yeah, it exposed the bank statements on the corporate card. We know you rorted it. You fucking extended the bar tab beyond belief. Yeah, and you fucking that. took your 150 Uber over the spit on the corpy card. You're not allowed to do that, mate. You're going to cause headaches at tax time. <laughs> you dribbler. Come to the merits in Bondi. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because we also, one of Tobler's mates DM'd us a fucking video of Tobler basically. What is it when, you like do, when you're out to dinner and you like spin a bottle or some shit and it's like, the loser has to fucking everyone puts their card in. Right, the right. Oh, there was no card. And they had, and Tobler had the fucking the company card just sitting there on the table. They just wanted to have a look at what it looked like. And then, that, and then take a photo. Of it. No, it's not that impressive. It's a card. Oh, they want to take a photo of the numbers. They said I've been checking the statements, mate. So have you, have you kept an eye on him? Yeah, I have. Of course, I have. You know, he's a fucking. There's a couple of questionable things on there that yeah. I want to let slide. Yeah, you know. yeah, we sort of let it go. Yeah. B- BWS fucking Balcom Hills. No. Mate, you, I'm for the beaches. I'm not going out of fucking Balcom Hills. Wherever you live, well, I know where you live. Chester Hills. Chester Hills. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. Where <laughs> do you live, district. Chester Hills? The Hills District. Yeah. But where do you live? Beacon Hill. Beacon Hill. Yeah, I knew there was hill in it. Yeah. Balcom Hills, Beacon Hill, same shit. Chester Hills. Hill, no, Surrey Hills. Hills. Dan Murphy's uh, French's Forest is the one you've got to keep an eye out for. Well, listen. Well, I'm not listening to you, mate. I'm going to fucking look for anything. If you were I, smart, um, you'd go You'd go to the one around the corner on the way home. Yeah, you would. And buy shitloads of that'd be smart. That'd be smart footy. Maybe I'm throwing you off, and that is what I do. Oh, <laughs> I, think you, I think you're too nice for that sort of thing. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Boss. He led the fucking... He led all his... That video is cute as well, of him leading all his mates in that pool dance. Can we find that? Actually, I'm going to send it to you, Dave, because it's a tough watch. And what I mean by that, and I mean it respectfully, but it it's... When he starts kicking his legs out, I want it to be in the video of this YouTube. That's why I'm... That's why I'm saying it. That's exactly what we were doing in Fiji. I know, but the That's thing how is, the in, did it. I couldn't see how you were doing it underwater, and so then when I fucking, I'm just seeing this in WhatsApp. Then when I see it happening above water, I have a full understanding of like how you, what you were doing. I don't know what icked me more. Again, two podcasts in a row, we say ick, which is so fucking icky. Uh, but I think I know what icks me most about this video. But then when I see it, I'm often like, I'll see something else I haven't seen, for, like that I haven't necessarily noticed. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like if you watch a movie, you notice things you haven't seen before. Yeah, or listen to an album. Hear like a fucking bass line you didn't recognize. <laughs> oh my god! Where where did you send it to me? Just to WhatsApp. Like a, like a snare, like a snare. Uh, six snare oh, yeah. drum. You know what I mean? Like fucking dude, that snare drum's so dope. What's your favorite drum? Is it snare? 
my favorite drum on the drum kit. Yeah. No, it's probably like kick drum, like like the way it's being used. But then I mean, then when it like feels are often impressive. But the way a kick drums used, I think will probably get my dick the hardest because it's hard to do. Do you, like, do you like a double kick? Yeah, but not like a... Where it's like heavy metal shit. Like I respect it because it's fucking hard as shit, but like... Why? Well, as in, so you're playing the drums and then so there's a, you got your fucking kick drum pedal uh, right foot, but then next to your hi-hat, which also has a pedal, you have another kick drum pedal that runs all the way along and so you've got these two things hitting the fucking kick drum. It's like you listen to some of the like hectic fucking like slip knots of the world or something. It's just like... And like that's going the whole time. They're also like doing all this other shit. Right, like, right, right. It's insane. The fucking like your legs cramp. My we when I played that random show last year when we did like the final drift gig, like the farewell tour, one night only sort of stuff. Every part of me cramps like immediately because it's like it takes like muscular duration, and I don't have that. Not shocking. No, not, not shocking at all. Okay, got this video Tobler here. Now, where are you, Tobler? Uh, I'm in my friend's backyard for the Hottest 100 party. Okay, cool. Firstly, I hope your tattoo was brought out many times. Yeah, You've once. got all the boys. Now, did, they, did you say, hey, guys, let me lead you in a fucking aqua aerobics? No, or they put they? me up to it the okay. day before because we uh, have the annual pool party. And the day like, before they put you up to it? Yeah, they said So tomorrow. you were expected to come bring your, uh, your A game? Yeah, they were begging for it. Whose pool's this? We need to shout someone out. Yeah, shout out to Grace. Grace. Who's not Thanks in for the having pool. Us. That's Grace is a guy. Nah. Okay, that looks like a nice granny flat out the back. Uh, let's just press play. Let me get some volume. Oh, there's no volume on this video, is there? Just no, press no. play. Punching, that's fine. This is awkward, but not that bad. Not that bad. And are, they, are these? Is, is that, 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 that's bad. Now, no. wait, wait for him to kick his legs here. Wait for him to kick his legs. This is where it gets really bad. That's bad. Like, that is bad. This is awful to see. That. Oh. 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 Go back. And are these, are, are these all Fijian moves? Straight from Fiji, Bulavanak. I'm going to Fiji in May. I might have to do some aqua aerobics you just for to. the fucking no, sake No, you have of to. It. You have to. That's actually uh, one of the hardest because you've got all that water resistance. So when you're kicking your legs, like it's much Look harder. Look at that, than dude. That's oh. my favorite. Side to side jumps. That's Jesus, the OG. that's hard to watch. That's just fucking... <laughs> the yeah. hands on hips as well. Yes, dude. You fought to the brim there, mate? I think I'd had two beers at that point. They were oh. really keen to get it done early. So oh, you go got it out of the way early. No, nice. At the pool bar. Good for Jeez. you, mate. Yeah, well, you were the scattest man on the planet on Monday, so... So things must have elevated from there. That's for damn sure. Yeah, then. well, you, if you're starting your day with water aerobics, you know you're in for a big Oh, well, one. that's the best way to start the day, isn't Absolutely. it? You've always said that. Absolutely. All right. Good day in water aerobics. Yep. Yeah, okay, let's get another dribble before we wrap this thing up, eh? Eddie's already getting antsy. I can see him scratching the fucking couch. Tom, Eddie... Dior Turbo, it's the Dribble Lawyer calling here from the sunny state of Victoria. The Dribble Just Lawyer. A quick one, I've hit uh, the holiday period, better known as the season of horizontality, um, <laughs> I think you refer to it as, but... I just wanted to get some expert advice um, on the metrics for horizontality. I've hit 190 degrees. Now, usually 180 is horizontal, but I'm guessing we can go further back than that. So I'd like either a return call or an expert analysis on the potty just to confirm what is the, the true and correct rating of full horizontality so uh yeah we'd appreciate that update see you soon 
listen, it was, it's great to hear from you, especially as we do record this on the f- in, in the, the dying hours of horizontal season. We are in the dying hours of horizontal season. If I'm, if I'm hearing this man correctly, the dribble lawyer, and I like to think that I am, mm. he's asking a quite a serious question, Tom, and the question is, can I go beyond horizontal, which is 180 degrees, and become more horizontal? Start to fold back on yourself. That's right. Listen... Yes, it would be I a would. Short I would. In in short answer, yes, but you need to be that sort of operator. I'll give you an example. I remember when I was fucking twelve, maybe. We went out to my old man's farm. He was shearing. Me and my brother were supposed to be out there helping. My brother wasn't. He was a bit of a lazy cunt when he was younger. I think he'll put his hand up and he'll acknowledge that. He spent most of the day sleeping on a hay bale, a wool bale. Shout out to the kern, by the way. Sleeping on a wool bale. And his head was like, I'm, I'm talking he's probably down the 200s. He was, it was off the back of the thing all the way down. And he seemed to have the ability to fucking lay there at 2, 210, 220, Tom, comfortably holding that. Degs? Uh, Degs, as the blood, I would assume, pounded his brain. Mm. Now, he laid there for four, five, six hours, didn't do a fucking lick of work all day, was comfortable doing it. I, on the other hand, am not that sort of operator. I can't work beyond 180. My head starts to pound. Yeah. That's that's a personal thing, Tom. Courses for courses. I'm a 180 to a 170, 160 sometimes yeah. if I'm reading a yeah. book type guy, but I'm still horizontal. Does that make sense? If you're the sort of guy that likes getting blood to the fucking dome and you can play a 190, a 200, a 210, dare I say a 220 like my brother circa 2003. Mm. Hang upside down like a fucking Hanging upside bat. down like a fruit bat sort of stuff. Then fucking go for gold, bro. Yeah. There's a, look, horizontal season is as much about degrees as it is about mentality. You know what I mean? Degrees are important, but mentality just as important, dare I say, more important. Well, you can't be upright. You can't be standing. No. You can't, you, your feet have to be off the ground. You need to be laying down. You need to be beyond 90. you got to start going back because, like, if you're sitting bolt upright, then you're not... No, really that's not going to cut it either. You need, to be, you need to be reclined. But that's beyond 90. Yes. So not 90, So the, re- 90. The, re- the, 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 the degree of reclination is up to you. But it's got to be beyond 90. Correct. I hope that answers your question. One more, Dave, before we go, before we wrap it up for the last time with one and only Dio Dave. Devo. Hey guys, it's um, Nilso here. Um, Girl the Knights jokes, mate. Nilso, the Novakashian. I was worried about the integrity of this podcast. Nilso not going to bag you in. Eddie with a fucking bit of backbone. Best thing ever. Um, looking forward to my first and last bag you in munch. Um, if there's anything to go by, Scotty Bellotti, Danny Exotic, Ironside, will probably fix the blows. It's on the end of it. Um, a few people I'd like to see there: um, Tom, Eddie, Tobler, Ned Brockman, mate. I, if Ned's there, I'll be getting the photo in running. Anyway, boys, I'm walking back from Bagawa. I live in Manly from Bagawa Golf Course. I feel like not close to Eddie, but down here, fucking. Uh, and he's gone underwater. Good on you, Ironside. That's a nice way to finish it there, I think. Finish with Alex. Finish with that. Ironside, um, I think when we get back to Dribbles, Tobler, and again, Dave, shout out to him, we'll go for some more contemporary ones than 
December 22. Well, there was a big backlog. Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, I... It's clear. It's clear because we're in December twenty two. It's very obvious. We're we're actually we're like that's like December eighteen. Well, because that's pre the lunch. Because it's pre the lunch. So we you know years ago essentially. Yeah, essentially it was. Um, so we'd probably just go for more contemporary. Yeah, but that's not your problem, Dave, because you're now officially from. But so this show. the handover now. Why don't you go sit in the seat? Why don't you hand it over to Tobler? Official. Here we go. Here we go. It's all happening. Have you got the camera on yourself? I hope so. Well done. Hug him, kiss him. You should probably get behind so you're on camera. Did anyone see that handshake, you fucking idiots? Go do it behind camera. Go do it on camera. I'm sitting down again. Yeah, yeah. And you got to come over. Ceremonially. You got to kiss his hand, Tobler. No one can see that on camera. Oh, yeah, they can, can they? There we go. And then, Will, you come and sit over here in Tobler's seat. We need to do this properly. Yeah. yeah. Like the jersey presentation. Yeah. Uh, and then Tobler, you shake hands with Will. Yeah, no, because then you've got to hand Will over to the fucking... And then, and then Dave, you've got to walk, and now you then have to walk oh, out. And now you've got to shake Tobler's hand. Where am I walking? You walk straight out you of here. You get the fuck out of you here. You get the fuck out. You get the fuck out. No, you walk outside. You walk out the door. There you go. Beautiful, mate. You're ready for the desk. All right, you get the fuck out, Dave. All right. Dave's going. Dave's outside. And there you have it. Dave's, Dave's off. Bye, Dave. I'll gone. miss you. See you, Dave. And this, punters and dribblers, is the new look Hello Sport podcast, and I think we can all agree, uh, all agree new and improved. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Uh, now, Tob was telling Will what to press. There that. we go. There we go. Now, you can all agree. New and improved. That we're back on camera, <laughs> and that's all going well. <laughs> really well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Love you, Dave. Love you, mate. Love you, Dave. Could you two just not talk anymore?